All right, four, three, two, one, let's go. This is the Pick 4 Podcast. I'm Mark. You can always go to pick4podcast.com. Find uh, links to listen to shows. You can email me, links to social media, previous guests, all that stuff. Go over there, click some stuff. It'd be a, a huge help. Uh, we're a member of LMK Productions. This week, this is going to be different. My guest is Sonny Jones. Now, Sonny and I don't really know each other all that well. <laughs> Sonny uh, works at Jeremy's Clinic. Uh, Jeremy's been on two, uh, three times now. Uh, Sonny is the HR rep at Jeremy's Clinic. Um, Jeremy told me that Sonny listened to the show all the time. I reached out. We started trading messages. We figured out that we both like scary stuff, so we're going to do a podcast. And today's podcast is going to be, we're going to pick our four favorite seasons of American Horror Story. I love this show. It's probably one of my top favorites. When did you figure out that you liked it? Um, I think right around when it really actually came out. You know, it's, this was, you know, back in the day whenever I actually still had um, cable in my room. Because like right now, you know, Netflix and Hulu and all that is pretty much what me and my daughter watch. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, the teasers and the trailers on TV where you see the three snakes, you know, going into the mouse. And I was like, oh, okay, what is this? This is different. And I just remember I laughed because it scared Sawyer. (laughs) 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 And I was like, baby, it's not real. It's fine. But They're fake snakes. It's okay. Which is funny because she likes snakes. I don't get it. But anyways, I was like, this may be actually something worth watching. And I remember I watched the first season, which was – Murder House, Murder right? House, yep. And I was kind of intrigued because it was it was totally outside the norm. You know, they really were not in a box. They really just did anything and everything they thought of, which I absolutely loved. Like, there's no limit on what you can do and think of. And I just, I was like, okay, well, this is, there's people out there that are actually just like me. You know, I'm just as messed <laughs> Fellow up, weirdos, so this is yeah. awesome. <laughs> and then it just seemed like I would binge watch and... It would be the end, and I'd be really sad, but then they would come out with more, so it's I didn't watch it on TV. I didn't watch until it was on Netflix, but I guess there were three seasons out mm-hmm. at the time I started, and the first one, man, I probably finished in two days. It's, it's easy. It's fascinating, <laughs> and part of it is the first about two episodes for sure, even into the third one. I had no fucking idea what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> because the storylines go everywhere, you don't know and what's they aren't going connected, on, but it still gets you. Yes, like the morbidness and the just how the hell do you add ghosts and sex and just murder? Like, I don't know. What? They do it. Though. I don't get it. But I guess I'm just a weird person because all of that just kind of jumped out at me and was like, "Hey, watch me!" And I, <laughs> I watched all of. Them. Hey, look at all of our shows. <laughs> So, I, yeah, I, I smashed the first one in about two days, and then I started the second one and did about the same. And I, I can't remember if I had to wait on the third one to come out. I remember being upset that I was going to have to wait, like, a full mm-hmm. year before I got another Well, and see, that's what I got to the point to where I hated waiting every week. And so I would actually wait until the entire series came out, and then I would watch it all at once so yeah. I didn't miss anything. Because I, I don't like being pissed off. Like, yeah. I don't like being <laughs> making me wait because I'm very impatient. But when you can actually sit and watch everything, you don't miss everything. How dare they make you wait? I, 
you know, I am tiny, but I, I've got a lot of wrath. <laughs> tiny <laughs> so, fists of fury. I am. I'm only 5'2", people. Okay, give us your, which one you want to talk about first? Give us one of your four. Which one do you want me to talk about first? Because you have some that I don't. And then okay, I have some talk that about, um, did you have Coven on there? I did, okay. actually. Yeah, talk about Coven. That's season three. Oh, God. Because I think that season is good. I think Jessica Lange's performance, is prob- that's probably her best performance. I did, too. I really, really enjoyed her. But I just didn't attach to those storylines the same way I did some <laughs> of the other ones. Well, in my defense, it always is really hard to connect all the series, but that's probably my, f- or the season, excuse me, but that's probably my favorite thing about it is like somehow it all still goes together, yeah. which my brain doesn't work like that. I need you to describe <laughs> how the heck it goes to each season because it just confuses the crap out of me. But <laughs> I think the reason why this one really stuck with me the most, and I'm 100% not going to lie was the very first episode, Zoe, <laughs> she ends up killing her boyfriend. Which one is Zoe? Which actress? She, oh gosh, I don't even remember what her name is, if I'm being honest. One of I the just, younger ones? Yes, she's the one with the dark, dark brown hair, very skinny, um, beautiful girl, honestly. But she is, um, she's the one whose parents like ship her off there because of her behaviors. Okay. I can't remember what her name is. Gosh, I should have written it down. I'll find it. Um, But it's funny because I guess she'd been seeing this boy for a while and they were actually going to end up having sex. Well, something had happened and they had ended up having to take him to the hospital. <laughs> it made me laugh, which I should not have laughed. I guess I'm just that morbid. But she actually goes to the hospital and finds where he is and she's literally riding him to death. <laughs> like he's dying <laughs> while she's having sex with him. And then she just hops off and walks out of the hospital and i was like what the fuck is going on with this zoe is uh tasa formija i mean okay that's who it is yes i remember uh murder house yes but yeah i just i was like what the hell did i just watch (laughs) okay and i was like okay i have to i have to figure out how this ends and so pretty much she tells her parents and they figure out okay well she's different you know what can we do to fix this and eventually she goes to the boarding house for all the girls and that's where she figures out hey i'm a witch i have these abilities and apparently i can kill people (laughs) (laughs) while riding them you know it's it's fine (laughs) but you know there she meets everybody knows who madison is you know she's uh, played by is that uh emma roberts emma roberts yes and then uh queenie and then Cordelia and all of them, and they pretty much form this coven. And everybody <laughs> lives happily ever after in witchdom. No, 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 no. Um, you know, the next thing I do remember is um, they go to this party because Madison really wants to show her around, and they end up going to this college, I believe. What is... Okay, Jessica Lang's character is Fiona. Yes, okay. she's actually like the supreme. She's in charge yeah. of all the witches. But her daughter is Cordelia, and she is one of the witches, but they think she may be like next in line to be the head yeah, supreme. Yeah, because uh, like through the course of the season, Fiona's – her power's like going away. Is she well, getting she, weaker? or I don't remember. I think what it is is she is actually sick. She's got some form of cancer. 
witch cancer. <laughs> I don't mean which don't one. I mean cancer, <laughs> cancer of the witch. Oh my god. <laughs> no. Um. Are you saying? What do you mean? Which one? <laughs> w i t c h cancer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I don't mean w h i c h cancer. I was really confused. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I'm so how am tired. I supposed to know? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, um, no, Fiona's got cancer, and so that's why, like, she tries not to use her powers very much because whenever she uses them, it kind of drains her, and she actually can't perform, I guess, to the best of her abilities. Yeah. And so, you know, as the actual season goes on, I mean, she ends up Cordelia ends up being the new supreme at the end. Yeah, does Fiona die? I don't remember. Yes, she does, I believe. Um, uh, I'm trying to think, where did I do it? Because I watched this one and I wasn't, like, I wasn't disappointed in it, but I didn't feel the need to rewatch it like I'd felt with the first with Murder it House. Wasn't, yeah, no, it wasn't my favorite. It was just, there was a lot that happened, but it wasn't one that I have to watch it or I'm going to miss something. It was, you know, I'm going to watch it. If I miss something, I miss something. But no, I actually, what I liked a lot about this one as well was it had a lot of um, racism in it, which that sounds horrible. (laughs) (laughs) I really like the racism part. No, okay. I like not the fact that there was racism in it, but the fact that the person who conducted the racism, she got, she was ended up having to be a maid for the whole boarding school. Who was that? It was, um, what was her name? Was it? Madame uh, Lalaurie, or however you say it. I don't even know how you say that. Madame Lalaurie? Was she that was, uh, Francis she, Conroy's character? I think so, because she was the one oh, who, no, that's, uh, she had the whole torture uh, chamber in her house, and it was all the slaves that she had. She would torture and kill them, but she had um, Marie Laveau's like lover or whatever he was. Oh, that's right. And yeah, she yeah. put like the minute or the bull head on him. Yeah. And that's how he died. Now I got you. Like, and then that's pretty much, um, Marie Laveau got pissed off at her and put this spell on her to where she could never die. And she buried her in this box. And do you remember them? Uh, Nan, she was one at the boarding school. She's the one that she, um, can feel spirits. And she was like, mm, yeah. that's where that's where she's buried. And so they buried her up, and she was still alive. She was just chained in her box. And they found out who she was and what she did, and which that pissed Queenie off. <laughs> and Queenie, you know, being the proud black woman that she is, was like, bitch, you can be our maid. You can clean. And I, I think she actually even said, if I'm remembering correctly, she was like, you can clean up my shit. Queenie is the one that was uh, the human voodoo doll. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And she did. She was their maid. Not very happy at all, which I, well, I good. do not like racism, but I fact, I like the, love the fact that that came back. That they got ass. even? Yes. <laughs> not condoning an eye for an eye, but that's not But in, in this instance, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's just a show. <laughs> do you remember anything about Lily Robb's character? I know she was kind of like the hippie of the forest. Was that uh, Mallory? Uh, or Mis- Misty Day? Misty, yeah. Yes. She was the one who was uh, burned at the stake, which I think was what she was. And um, 
they actually went and resurrected her and she became another one of their coven and in actually later seasons she's actually um you know they do the seven wonders test where you go through all these trials and i think the last one is you actually have to bring somebody back from the dead she completes that and nobody nobody she do it to evan peters is that right she She did it to she did it to evan peters not evan peters um well i mean it is evan peters but what is his name um kyle kyle she's not the one who brought him back she's just the one who like because if you remember emma roberts and the um whatever the other girl's name is they brought him back because remember they pieced oh okay yep they sewed him back together misty is the one who like made him not zombie like if okay. that's the correct gotcha. sense yep. no um in actual apocalypse season is where she went back and brought a witch from like i want to say it was 18th century they brought her back from russia she was burned at the stake but that was that was her task was to bring her back that's like and the so, uh a popular thing with the show is how bits and pieces of previous seasons you know it always wrap back around but it ties them all together so it makes me happy at the same time i love that kind of stuff <laughs> like if you'd like drop one little hint in one season and then it doesn't get touched upon again until season four you forgot i'm like oh my god i remember and that it's like a light bulb goes off in yeah. your head and you're like i'm so stupid okay <laughs> there it is or it you know in my case i'm just like that made no sense. Why in the world would you add that? And then five seasons later, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. I waited this long yeah. and I finally understand it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Is there a, do you think that season has a, like a theme that encompasses what the whole thing is about? Cause like two of mine, I kind of came up with what the whole, whole season is about. Not, I'm not saying like you had to do that, but I'm just no, saying if, if it comes like, to the top of your head. About that. Honestly, I feel like, which is going to sound so funny to you because you're not a woman, but sisterhood probably. Okay. They all stuck together. They all, like Madison, she did not like Zoe or Queenie, but at the end they all came together. I like it. Yeah. That's kind of what I got about it. Good deal. Okay. Anything else on that one? <laughs> actually and if jeremy you're listening you're gonna laugh at this stevie Nicks comes into it no, she's she actually does. a witch yes. and i was so excited because stevie Nicks is a badass <laughs> and really might be a witch and really you know i really wouldn't be surprised honestly especially with a bunch of her songs they're very i don't know i don't even know the word to <laughs> did to you just give a <laughs> i did yeah but um yeah, no, she co- becomes a part of the coven. She's almost like a celebrity guest. And it's al- it almost makes me think like they were trying to put out the thought, okay, well, it's not just us that are weird. There are actually people out in the world who just haven't come forth that have these powers. Which also brings me back to like the end of the season, you know, where Cordelia is the supreme. You know, she's completed all the steps, the seven wonders or whatever. She actually makes it known like that we're actually not a boarding school. We're like a coven of witches. And, mm-hmm. like, the, one of the very last scenes you see is, like, a whole bunch of girls waiting outside their doors. Yeah, it went from just the ones that just they like sort of... Just, like, the handful to, like, The hundreds. hand-picked ones, yeah. So, I loved that. I was like, see? Oh, Girl there, power. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I almost want to be like, can I go next? <laughs> I like this stuff. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I... That was 
not my favorite, but it was one of my tops. Okay. Um, let's see. Then I'm going to talk about the one that you didn't like. Uh, no. I don't. Okay. I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> I... <sighs> there won't be a whole lot because I want to talk about the other ones more. But <laughs> uh, season seven that is cult. <sighs> it's not that I that I loved it so much. It's that. As I, especially doing this, as I went back and kind of watched some stuff, mm-hmm. it was interesting to see how the thoughts and ideas of how things were going to happen yeah. when this season was made in 2016 or immediately at 2017. Then, yeah. yeah. Uh, to how things actually kind of progressed through our country after mm-hmm. the previous president was elected. Yes. Uh, that's. Uh, <clears throat> It's really crazy because it's almost like, did y'all predict this? Stuff to <laughs> right, yeah, like, it's, it's kind of eerie. Yeah, uh, Evan Peters in that one is uh, his name is Kai, and ultimately he goes from sort of neighborhood cult leader slash city <laughs> council person to huge cult leader. That one was almost too much of a jump around for me, and I'm God forgive me, I'm definitely not one for politics. You know, I go to my parents' house and they watch news and I'm like, no, I don't want to watch this shit. Turn Stop. it off. So it just, it was ugh, a bit of a stretch. For That's me. one that I came up with like a, an overall theme, I guess. And really I didn't come up with it. I sort of stole it because in the first episode when, uh, right after the election happens and Kai is addressing the city council mm-hmm. and he says specifically, uh, that fear is a currency. And I think that's a pretty, accurate theme through the course of the entire show because uh, Sarah Paulson's character struggles with a handful of phobias. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the cult-based recruitment is, is sort of based on fear to start with, you know, yeah. and things from the uh, from the election were based on fear and that it plays through the whole, there are fucking clowns everywhere. I don't have a phobia of clowns, that but I damn sure don't like them. I actually was kind of happy about just because you know me, you know, my love for clowns, like, you know, my love for scary stuff in clowns. <laughs> I love bringing that shit up when people are terrified of clowns. Like it just brings me joy. So that was the one thing I actually liked. It physically, <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable to think about. <gasps> I've got something on you now. Oh, great. <laughs> you um, done fucked up, dude. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> now twisty, the clown is in season four, right? He is. That's where he started. He is. Okay, and then he comes back in this season. Yep. I don't remember his fate, though. Do you remember what happens to him? <clears throat> I do. Share with the class. <laughs> so he's actually from the season Freak Show, which I have as my number two, specifically mm-hmm. because... <laughs> because of him? Because... He's the worst. Okay, yes, but... He looks awful and terrifying, okay. and then he takes his mask off, and it's even worse. <laughs> but, okay, you have to <laughs> stop. But he still needs love. No, okay, but you have to think, because the whole thing about Freak Show was they could perform on any day they wanted except for Halloween. There was something about Halloween that it was like if they performed – um. What was his name? I actually wrote him down. It was Mordrake. He would come and take the saddest soul in the troop to do like to go back into the spiritual world. Twisty ends up being the one that he takes 
because he actually takes pity on him. He's so sad. The only way he can actually be around people is, I mean, kidnapping, yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's all he knows. And so he just, he does. He finds him, like, out in the woods because he, um, the two children that he had, captured and tortured and all this stuff they actually got away thank goodness thank goodness i did say (laughs) but he finds him and he's so sad and he's like okay well i found the saddest uh, freak that i can find and i'm gonna take pity on you and bring you back with me and so he does he found the person that was the saddest he was going through the most out of you know all the freaks in the troop that he could find and that's that's what happens he takes them how did he end up back in in the cult season i can't remember see i'm telling you that was the one i just really couldn't get into i don't remember Mm. i tried to like i told you earlier i kind of crushed through uh the asylum season and yeah you told me you went through like two seasons um, in two days yeah in the hotel season so i would like have plenty to talk about about those but Mm -hmm. i tried to watch some of cult today and i just didn't get far enough along yeah well some of us have long day jobs so we can't do that (laughs) (laughs) sorry jeremy okay give us your next one then which one you want to talk about next i don't know which one you want me to talk about next okay so we we covered since we both did hotel let's both talk about okay let's do hotel you start all right what was your okay what was your very favorite aspect about hotel? Because I'm going to die. Okay. Thing is mine. The reason I like this one so much, um, and I wrote a bunch of stuff down about it. And no, you cannot say Lady Gaga. Oh, <laughs> I mean, she's up there. Uh, it's the music. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because you're into that stuff. I remember that. Dude, the soundtrack to the it, entire season it is, pretty is awesome. so good. And I went back and... <laughs> Double checked and like made sure I wrote down what what I was listening to. And, oh my gosh! Uh, and there's even a Spotify playlist that goes Shut along with up. that. Scene. Yes, Is there? yes, it's great. Uh, Sisters of Mercy, She Wants Revenge, The Eagles, Joy Division, New Order, Susie and the Banshees, The Cure, a couple of times, a couple of Depeche Mode songs. It's nice. fantastic. No, I do remember um, hearing about that. Mine was Serial Killers, man. <laughs> Well, that's my favorite episode of that season, yeah. I, like, nerded out because, you know, me and my love for clowns, Wayne Gacy, baby, he was in that episode. I got so excited. (laughs) The OG clown. Uh, Let's see. John Wayne Gacy, Jeffrey Dahmer, Zodiac Killer. And then uh, H.H. Holmes slash James Patrick March, uh, Eileen Wernos, Richard Ramirez. And the new one, the Ten Commandments Killer, which is the. John Love character. Yeah. That was really a twist for me, but I loved that part. Yeah. Like, like it, it's important. I, I never, I, for some reason, I never would have pegged that. And I usually, like, can pick up on stuff in that. And I was just kind of blown away. The first time I watched it, yeah, it was a surprise. And then you go back and you watch it and, and you see and all you the clues. Up, yes. Like, oh, I felt so stupid. Should have had that one. I feel like in a past life, I was like a serial killer. Really? I, I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Did you get caught? No. <laughs> why i'm here (laughs) no i really don't know i just that one it was but so okay so there's ear candy i mentioned i love the music candy the eye eye candy candy. (laughs) lady gaga matt bomer's beautiful he he, oh he is dennis let's talk about dennis o'hare for a second as liz taylor dang he was he won uh 
like uh, Golden Glow. I don't think it was an Emmy, but he won an award for one role through the course of the series. But it was not this role. I don't remember. I don't. I don't really watch that stuff. So I uh, <laughs> like if you go back and watch it, it's incredible. Like mm. he uh, embraces that role entirely. He does. I mean, there's some that you're kind of like, okay, you really could have done a lot more. He really empowers. Yeah, he it. goes all the I way. I love it. And it also helps, you know, he's fucking gorgeous. Dennis O'Hare? I think he is. <laughs> I think he is. That jawline, man. Wow. Um, let's see. What, what it, I had something else. Oh. Um, I remember when it came out, the references to uh, Cecil Hotel mm-hmm. in Los Angeles, but I didn't really know a lot about it until I watched the uh, Eliza Lamb documentary on... Netflix, which mm-hmm. is, uh, some of you will know, some of you won't. Okay, Eliza Lamb uh, was a college-age girl who went to go stay for, I think she was scheduled to stay for a week or several days, whatever, in the Cecil Hotel in Los Angeles. It's downtown in, like, the really shittiest part of town. There's security camera footage at one night of her really having some kind of episode Lots of people speculated that she was being chased by a ghost. Somebody else was after her. Hmm. She's in the elevator talking (laughs) to nobody. Um, There's all kinds of, for a long time, uh, speculation about, you know, who killed her, how she ended up dead. Ultimately, they found her in the water tank up on top of the building. What? Uh, No clothes on. She'd been there for a while. The lid to the water tank, how she got in through the top, was pulled closed. So there was some speculation so how, how in the how? world she would have done that. Yeah. But I th- kind of thought this about halfway through. Like, they start talking about some of her struggles with mental illness and some of the medication she was taking. I was taking. about to say, because if you're talking to yourself, half the time I'm talking to myself. Well, she, like was taken antipsychotics. I mean, there was a lot going on. That's not good if you mix a whole bunch of those. And she quit taking them at one point and ended up in the water tank. And they really, there is no evidence to suspect that somebody did that to her. That they really believe that she, in the middle of her <laughs> episode, climbed to the roof, climbed up into the, the water tank, uh, ended up drowning and probably just by circumstance, uh, one of the hotel staff saw that, you know, a day or two later that the lid was off of the water tank and just climbed up and slid it back in place. I don't think there's nearly the conspiracy that lots of people no. want there to be. Why do not? Why do I not remember that? How long it's worth a that? watch. Um, the, the hotel, the Cecil Hotel, in the uh, TV show, it's uh, Hotel Cortez. Mm-hmm. Nice little change. There's a yeah. There's a one of the right either Brad Felchuk or uh, Ryan Murphy made a comment that they they wanted to perform this season in the manner they did after seeing a video of a girl having an episode in a hotel. So, I mean, honestly, I think it's genius just because everybody goes to hotels. Yeah. Like it's. I mean, you could have done it anywhere else, but it. I mean, hands down, my favorite. Uh, let's see. What else did I have down? Um, oh, I, for the theme for this one? 
You're <laughs> smiling really hard. <laughs> I put this this is sort of about uh get in where you fit in, right? So all these yes. kind of uh I like miscreant ne'er do wells well, and that end up me... all in, in the same spot and all associate with each other. Well that makes me think of the episode Devil's Night. Yeah, exactly. Literally, like where he, they're literally all sitting down eating dinner and he looks and there's literally, he's surrounded by nothing but serial killers, but he's not scared. Where else he's could not. any, they couldn't have ever done that in their lifetime with Ew. anybody else. That's, oh, I was just super creepy. <laughs> it tugs at your serial killer heartstrings. I mean, I did. I was like, <laughs> Richard Ramirez, uh, oh my gosh, there's Wayne Gacy. Cause I don't, nobody ever remembers Wayne Gacy. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry if I don't like clowns. He's literally the sickest clown ever. And then you got Jeffrey Dahmer, classic. That's, uh, let's see, that happens episode four. That's the Devil's Night episode. <gasps> episode six, uh, you get the wraparound that ties it back to Murder House when mm-hmm. Lady Gaga goes to talk to uh, the doctor or she's going to have the abortion. And that yeah. doctor is the doctor who built the original Murder House literally. Like from I season one. I hate stuff like that. No, it's amazing. It makes it's me amazing. use my brain, and I'm just exhausted enough watching it as it is. <laughs> I loved the fact that the mother ends up like staying, and like her son is a little baby vampire, whatever they're called. <laughs> I don't get it, but I just I don't know. There was like there were some parts. Well, I motherhood like, is a part of that episode. I mean, now that we say it out loud, so yeah. Lady Gaga's vampire death baby, <gasps> and her uh, name, the Countess. The Countess, so yeah. Uh, Kathy she, Bates she hovers really, over she uh, really Donovan. Well, and I mean, it's crazy um, because at one point you think your son is gone. You're never going to see him again. And then at one point they reappear a little different. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, do you leave him or do you stay and try to protect him, even though they can probably protect themselves? It's hard to turn that switch off. Yeah, it really is. You know, even along the same motherhood line, although the, the circumstances are different at the very towards the very end when uh, Liz Taylor reunites with uh, Mm -hmm. her son that he ultimately left when he first started his journey to womanhood. I don't know how else to to (laughs) phrase that. I think that's all I got for that one. (laughs) Oh, you get extra. I have eye candy everywhere in this one. (laughs) Okay, but you have to admit, Lady Gaga, okay, I don't know. Y'all have to be a fan of Lady Gaga because she's fucking hot in this show. Right. Like, I fully straight. This woman's body is perfection. She got cake for days, <laughs> bro. Trust me. I have none, and I was sitting there going, that is not fair. And then, uh, in fact, I wrote that down later on, uh, like episode seven, when, um, okay, so Lady Gaga's boyfriend from her, f- back when she was famous, when she was trying to be an yes, actress, yes, uh, yes, yes. Finn Whitrock comes uh-huh. back as whatever his name is, the Italian um, guy. And his girlfriend is yes. Alexandra Daddario. Yes! Oh, boy. She, she, her eyes? Yep. Oh, my God. I would kill for her eyes. Dark hair, light eyes. Man. It's a real thing. You know who has a thing for Alexandra Daddario? Who? Jeremy does. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that is There's your show to watch then. That's literally my favorite season. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, let's see. What do you want to talk about next? What is your, what was your least, well, no, wasn't Colt your least favorite? What is your number one? My, my number one would be Murder House. And really, 
like my my love of that one and my love of hotel are pretty similar, but I, I'll probably always rank Murder House first because it's what got me started into the whole yeah, show. Yeah, I could see that. Because it was such a weird, uh, I had no fucking, I even said that out loud at one point. Like, <laughs> What the fuck am I watching? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's very What are you watching? Though. It's called American Horror Story. What's it about? I don't, I don't fucking, fucking know. know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how else to say it. Well, but that's, you know, I can remember being at my parents' house and my mom is very, uh, no, 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 no. We're not watching this shit in my house. And yeah. I'm like, you can leave the room. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, I did grow up in a Christian home and my dad's always the one like, oh, baby, it's fine. Just wait till everybody goes to sleep and then we'll watch it. I mean, me watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre at four years old and everybody going, so that's why you're so messed up. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but no, this. Oh. I liked Murder House. It was actually probably my alternate your honorable mention? My honorable mention, yes. Because I did like it. It's just I had others that really There's so many storylines that occur, and it's all through different points of time, and it's not – you don't find out any of how it's connected until about <laughs> until the very end. four or five episodes <laughs> in when it finally starts making some sense. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, Alexandra Breckenridge as the young Moira is super eye candy. She – Okay, yeah. Her hair, though. Girl, that red hair. It's fire. Literally. Literally, yeah. <laughs> Literally fire. I just... Oh, that's so cliche, though, I feel like. What? You know, you have this big house, and you have enough money to where you can have a maid, and the maid is super young and gorgeous. What is the husband going to do? <laughs> He's going to fuck the maid. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Honestly, though, if it was me, I don't... I. Would you fuck I the maid then? <laughs> okay, if then. If I was the husband and nothing was really going right in my marriage, God forgive me. I, I just think. I don't know. That's going to Especially make me when bad. she's dirty talking, you try to convince you to okay, do it. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's that not was, fair. That was, yeah. She had me going and I was, I was just watching. <laughs> Lord. What was your, like. My other one is um, Asylum. But I didn't make a whole lot of notes about it. All I have written down is your life is not your own. And that's because I felt like each storyline sort of had that theme to it. So mm -hmm. um, Evan Peters is abducted by the aliens and they sort of always come back to check uh -huh. on him when he's in trouble, uh -huh. right? So the aliens are watching out for him. The fact that it takes place in uh, an asylum run by the Catholic Church... That's a premise of the of. Help me out. You you were raised much more religious than I was. Is it Corinthians? There's a line in Corinthians about your life not belonging to you; it belongs to God. Does that ring a bell? Yeah, I don't know that exactly. It's just a matter of doing things the way that you think they should be done. You know, you are. We are all God's children. We are all raised as or we were all brought up to be spreaders of his word pretty much and so if you you know you're called here to have a specific purpose regardless of what it is you need to bring more people to christ so you're you're still you're his instrument then yes pretty okay, much so we are we are the ones who bring him more people essentially okay uh and the fact that it's a mental institution and you can't come and go as you please you you sort of belong to them in that manner i, just, I didn't make any notes about it though 
And it's one of the more well-reviewed seasons, it's, this one and, and Coven both. I also feel like it's one of the more gorier ones, too. I mean, they're all pretty gross. I don't know. I, I mean, yes, they are, but I do – I don't know what all I remember just because this wasn't one that I even wrote about at all. But I just – I feel like I remember more more stuff happening because it's – I mean, just it's just like – Well, and it's all like weird associations. So you get uh, – the mental institution aspect, you get the religious aspect, mm-hmm. and then you somehow get a sprinkle of aliens and zombies when the Nazi doctor is okay. Yeah, the Nazi create doctor, the zombies that like, live out mm-hmm. back. <laughs> I was like, are we really about to do some sound and music shit? I'm not for this. <laughs> <laughs> this is not what this is about. But this was the actual episode I felt like I had the most rage towards, just because it's going to be weird that I say this, but I guess where I work mm-hmm. because which I get this is a ser- like a s- series this is a season of series it's not all real it's, it's it is fictional it, it is I don't fictional. know if they told yes. you shut up <laughs> but like just thinking about people actually being in, in asylums and like forced there against their wills and not being able to do anything like that really pissed me off yeah and like you don't know what goes on behind closed doors like are they treated well are they like hurt? Like, there's got to be some some sort of you know something going on, whether it's molestation or like torture or something like that. Oh, and we didn't even talk about uh, the serial killer that's uh, lurking the hall, Zachary Quinto, who uh, impregnates uh, Sarah Paulson and she ends up having the baby, and then ultimately has to kill him in the end because mm-hmm. he's come back to find her because he's mad that she gave him up. I mean, um, I would be mad. Honestly. To serial killer level? No. Oh, okay. Goodness. What do you, <laughs> what do you take me for? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I have been given off a lot of serial killer vibes right now. <laughs> but that's, I mean, as crazy as it is, I do remember that one being the most gory, the most. Well, now that you say that, yeah, because like the bloody see, face guy. Yes, you see more blood. You see more action almost i don't I don't know i don't know what it is like that one i just remember being the goriest the dirtiest the grossest almost wears, but that's not the one that i remember a whole whole lot about he wears uh what's her name's face his mom's yes. face like i don't, I don't he has know what furniture it is. made out of skin and bones <sighs> i do remember like the very first episode though where the aliens and i'm like where the hell is this coming with an asylum like yeah. just, which i mean it does make sense because you think you're you're being abducted by aliens. You are mentally disturbed. You need to be in an asylum. To me, I don't think you need to be in an asylum for thinking there's aliens. Because if so, then a lot of us need to be in some mental <laughs> Right. <laughs> because I've had some disturbed thoughts. <laughs> so I don't I don't know. I just That one wasn't my favorite. What's your other one then? Apocalypse. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Lead us I through it. I just first off, kind of like how you were with um, Hotel. I had eye candy in this one. Who is it? Michael Langdon, whatever his name is. Um, oh, you're gonna have to look up his name. I cannot tell you what it is. On it. But he was gorgeous, and it just—I oh, hated the fact that he was the Antichrist. <laughs> Which I mean, kind of goes along with it because they say if we ever do meet the Antichrist, he's supposed to be very beautiful, very seductive, very everything so i think that's why oh, they chose him. Uh, what is cody fern yes okay. 
I I don't know what it was. He portrayed it very, very well. He's a nice looking kid. He is, honestly. Um, but I, you know, the very first episode, it starts off with, you know, the apocalypse is happening. And I like how, and it's funny because this is where it really ties into Coven as well. Mm-hmm. Which, again, pissed me off because I was like, stick with one thing throughout the entire season. But, you know, whatever. But this is where, you know, the Illuminati, the cooperative come into play. Like, you know, the outposts that they have, they picked so many people to be there so that they could um, see if they had the correct genetic makeup to last until the end of the world. But it wasn't that at all, really. What was it? I tell like like we talked about. I didn't finish. I don't know. What was it? Share with Your class. Mess. Well, of course, you know he. Uh, what I remember is one of the uh, men was at his house, and these they almost looked like military men. You know, knocked on his door, and they were like, "You have to come with us." But his entire family couldn't go with him. And I remember it was you know he was like, "Well, why can't my family go too?" And it was pretty much, well, we are looking for specific people to at last apocalypse or the end of the world, essentially. And so the rest of his family told him to go, like, you know, you take care of yourself. Well, they get to this outpost, which literally looks like it's in the middle of the world, like nothing. And there's it's a certain amount there, but it's like equal women, equal men. But they all supposedly had some form of perfection in their genetic makeup. Was that by design to keep it equal? I guess I don't know. I don't really remember, um, but they are all they all have rules and punishments if they go past those rules. Like there was no um, no sex. You had to eat. You have to sit with like everybody and eat your meals, and you couldn't talk back or you know weird things like that. They were there for eighteen months, and I'd be like, "Are we done Climbing yet?" The walls, like yeah. I'm, in which. 18 months without any kind of interaction with anything. Lord knows they're probably going crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's whenever, you know, there's a knock on their door and he shows up. And he's like, hey, I'm with the cooperative. I am essentially here to judge who is actually going to be at the end whenever, you know, we can actually go back outside and, you know, continue living or whatever. And he finds out everybody's, like, deep, dark secrets. Like, one guy's gay. He walks in him, like, fucking some... It's the rubber man suit or whatever. Do you remember oh, okay. That? Yeah. And um, in which he essentially thinks it's him. And he's like, I would never have sex with you, which is I die. <laughs> but um, he literally uses everybody's secrets against him. And he's like, OK, well, you're not suitable to stay here. Well, one of the I think her name is Coco. She has an assistant named Mallory. And at one point, I don't remember what all happened. She's alone with him, and she's talking, and he, I remember he looks at her, and his eyes are black, and she figures out he's something, and she, like, I guess figures out exactly what she is, and does, like, shoots fire out of her hands, which is crazy, because that doesn't happen to normal people. (laughs) I mean, I can't shoot fire out of my hands. I can't either, otherwise, some people would, you know. (laughs) Be a bunch of burnt motherfuckers. (laughs) But, um... He figures out she's something special. Turns out she's a witch. And that's how it kind of ties into Coven as well. Because Coco and Mallory are, they were given new identities. They were like undercover and they are actual witches. And that is how it kind of ties into Coven. Because that's when Cordelia and 
Myrtle and Madison and all then come back in because they are trying they to come in at the they, end. They of... try to defeat him. Yeah. Okay. And um, you know, it kind of goes back to where he was a not necessarily a boy, like a t- teenager, and Langdon. Yes, and he was at this all boys school. You know, they found out he had these abilities that he could do, like. You know, he, whenever he was younger, he killed his babysitter, and his mom found out he had some evil tendencies, and so she brought a Catholic priest in, he ended up killing him, and so they sent him there to figure out what it was, and it was supposed to be supposedly witchcraft, mm-hmm. which it wasn't, obviously, but um, that's whenever um, the coven got that call, and they were like, well, we think we have the first male supreme. Because he can do all of these things that you're asking him to. And that's when they all go, they all meet, and he performs the seven wonders. He can bring people back from the dead. But they think he's a witch, but he's the Antichrist. Okay. And um, it's funny because at one point they find out that he's there at the outpost, you know, not necessarily to help anybody. And so everybody's like, well, I'm going to kill you and help save my chances. And so they all end up trying to kill each other. Well, the one that he has there is supposedly, like, his maid. Like, she's always been with him ever since he was little. She's, like, the like the cyborg kind of type thing. Do you remember that? Because mm-hmm. she was made. She's, like, a robot. Yeah. They end up killing her. And he's, like, in distress. He doesn't know what to do. He finds himself outside. That's when he literally <laughs> – I remember I was watching this, and I was like, wow, he's got a good body. And I was just like, pay attention, Sonny. <laughs> he's literally in the woods naked like calling out to satan because he doesn't know what to do but he's like dad i don't know what i'm supposed to do i don't know where to go so he knows he knows okay i don't remember exactly when he figured it out but he knows well then he finds himself i guess he walked (laughs) i don't know why it's funny that i find it funny that he just called him dad (laughs) well and he does (laughs) like i think at one point he said satan but then he was like dad like if you're supposedly my father like why aren't you helping me and which, I mean, I, I can understand the distress, honestly. But um, the next thing it is, is, like, he's walking in town, and he walks by the, by the satanic church, goes in, and um, I remember he meets this woman, and he's like, oh, I'm the Antichrist. Well, everybody starts worshiping him, and like, oh, yeah, we all sold our souls for, you know, this and this and this, and, you know, we've been given this, and we love it so much, and we're, just, we're such a fan of you and your dad, and all this stuff, and you're just going, what the hell is wrong <laughs> with you people? I don't get it. But they then bring in these two men, and it's because they are actually the ones who are behind his caretaker's design. Like, they designed her mm-hmm. and brought her back. And so I think his whole thing was they can – make a new one or bring her back or something it all goes back down to um the witches know exactly what he's doing they devise this whole plan um he's trying to be the male supreme you know be ahead of everybody and so what they make him do is the last test is you know bring somebody back from life back from dead and so he brings back their strongest witch to help defeat all of them all defeat all the other witches no, defeat, like, all of his, like, his team, oh, okay, I guess. Oh, okay, okay. But, um. Who is it? Who does he bring back? It was, I don't actually think I wrote it down. What the heck? Anyways, um, he brings somebody back, but she 
has this entire team of witches and um because that's what half the people in the outpost were anyways they were undercover witches that had no identities and so she knew what was going to happen because you know it keeps going back and forth between time frames and stuff she ends up Cordelia ends up sacrificing herself so that Mallory can be the new supreme. Okay. Because Mallory is stronger. She's younger. She has more powers than she does. And so they were able to kill all of his team except him. But it's funny because it shows them going back, trying to figure out, like, where his evil even came from. And, like, Madison and this other person bought Murder House and spoke to his grandmother. <laughs> And that's where they figured out he killed all these people. It and that's all really connects. because he is the result of OG mom in like the rubber suit man. Okay. And that's Tate. pretty much. Yeah, yeah. And that's where it all came from. Wow. See, now I'm curious enough to finish that one. It was, it wasn't my favorite, <laughs> but it really did like, cause I was like one day there's going to be an end of the world. Or at least I think there is. What I mean, it makes think, sense, what right? You, what do you think on that? <laughs> well, I mean, from a <laughs> cosmic perspective, yeah, the planet's going to end at some point. <laughs> Whatever. Not the answer I wanted. Whatever. But by that point, uh, maybe... I hope I'm gone. Yeah, humans might not even be here anymore, so... Are you warm now? No, I was like, where are we going? Oh. <laughs> Did you have any other ones? That's all I had. What? Which one was your favorite hotel? Hotel. Okay. What was your... I had an honorable mention. What would be your honorable mention? Because what, mm. what did you have? You had a hotel, cult, murder house, and asylum, right? What would yeah. be your fifth one? Probably Freak Show. Um, I think the visual stuff on that one is super striking. Like. Mm-hmm. With some of the people with deformities and physical mm-hmm. limitations that they have, I think, is I sh- liked, shocking. I liked the conjoined twins part on that. Yeah. And how they were trying to seduce Danny into marrying them so they could actually, so he could pay for the surgery. <laughs> and then he actually, like, befriended Twisty and, like, took over his killing spree and just found out, oh, I like this. I don't <laughs> mind this. And, oh, gosh, it was such a mess. What was your honorable mention? Uh, Murder House. Murder, that's right. If you had to pick one that you absolutely did not like that you would not watch again, what would it be? Well, I didn't, I mean, I didn't finish Apocalypse, but I I didn't get into it long enough to give it a chance Mm -hmm. to get to the end. Uh, And I really don't, maybe I just wasn't in the right mindset Mm -hmm. because I remember starting it. And only getting, like, two episodes was unusual for me. Like, typically, I'll do three or four. And see, that was me with Cult. I just couldn't get into it. I still have yet to finish it. So that that would actually probably be my life, my last, my very, very last one. And I haven't finished uh, the new 84. I haven't, watched, I haven't started it. I need to. How there many even episodes are even out right now? Seasons? Episodes of that one. Oh, all of them. I mean, it's... Is it out? Yeah, it's been completed. It's on hmm. Netflix. Maybe I need to watch it. I'll send you notes. The new one is uh, supposed to be called Double Feature. 
Really? I haven't heard anything about but anyone I, yet. Yeah, I didn't look closely enough to be able to tell you what the premise hmm. is yet. I almost want to look it up right now. Go for it. Who is, I have to ask, <clears throat> who is your favorite character of the whole cast? Mm, probably Evan Peters. Yes. Followed by Lily Rob. But if I had, <laughs> if I had to have a sugar mama, it would definitely be Jessica Lange. <laughs> She's, I don't know what it is about her, but she is just the only, <laughs> the only phrase I can literally come up with is she's a boss ass bitch. Right. She is. She doesn't mess around. I love it. And it seems like she is like top notch in every single like series, uh, season there is. I don't yeah. know what it is. You can't help not but like watch her. I think that's why uh, Hotel wasn't as well received as the first ones because that she, was the she just first. played the junkie. Well, that was the first season she wasn't in. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, that's right. They, uh, I'd like to see her come back maybe once. I don't know if she will or not, though. She almost seems like the one that you tell her off. She's going to slap you across the face. And I almost want to be like, just do it to me. Just yeah, just, to, just to be the one that <laughs> it happened to. Just to be the to. one. Yeah. I totally would. I'm not one to take a hit, but I would definitely take one from her. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Gosh, she's fantastic. Yeah, it doesn't really give any she kind of information about that. They last still one. may not no. have a good idea yet. Mm-mm. That's all I got. You got anything else? <sighs> Who's your favorite, uh, like, bad guy? I know typically all of the people in the show are kind of bad guys <laughs> to a certain degree, but. My favorite bad guy. I really liked. Oh, gosh, that's a good one. It's got to be the Antichrist. I don't know what it is. He just, he was really good in that, that uh, season. Hmm. Between, between him and March. Yeah. Uh, James Patrick March mm-hmm. and Tate in the, in Murder House. You think so? Yeah. Cause it was so, uh, I don't know. It, it was surprising, shocking, sort of even heartbreaking when you find out that he's mm. like a school shooter. That was, that part of the episode was kind of hard to watch just because there are so many people that have had to deal with that. I haven't, thank goodness. I don't hope I never have to, but I feel like it's so part of the norm now. They had to add it in there Well, somewhere. yeah, I mean, look at how many They've mass added, shootings we've had in the last 10 days. Literally, and I hate to say that because it shouldn't be any kind of normal, but I feel like it is. Well, that's the problem. Like, you know, the... The awe of it wears off eventually because mm-hmm. it happens so often. It's like the shock they actually put it in there, but then it's like, of course they did. Yeah. It's part of it is society so. now. Like, yeah. Sadly, it's part of our yeah. culture. Yeah. No, I definitely got that. All right. Anything else? We're at about an hour. We did pretty good. No, I think I'm good. Okay. Hmm. Well, I appreciate you coming to do this. Oh, yeah. Especially I had such a big schedule. <laughs> <laughs> Considering you're in physical du- duress right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I'll live. Well, thanks again. I appreciate it. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us. Please go to pick4podcast.com and click on some stuff. I'll catch you later.